Hi there and welcome along to another workout for you to row along to. Now don't let the hoodie fool you into thinking that this is going to be an easy row today. Today is a tempo row and you are going to be working pretty hard. It's just quite cold today. That's the kind of theme of this series. What we're going to be doing today then is eight three minute intervals with one and a half minutes rest in between. And that one and a half minute rest should be the thing that lets you know that you're going to be working quite hard here because that's a lot of rest in order to allow you to recover for the next interval as we get through this. So we're going to be rowing at round about 26, 28 strokes a minute and your intensity is going to be like 7 to 8 out of 10 for most of this workout but don't be surprised if by the end of this workout you're going to be up at like 9 out of 10. It's going to get up there even though you've got a long rest it's going to get up there intensity point of view. If you're the kind of person that works at the 2k training pace you're kind of going to be round about 2k plus 5 to 8 maybe. So really aim for around about 15 seconds faster than your warm-up pace. That's kind of the best way to explain it right and that way you don't have to stress but heart rate zone if that's how you work you're going to be starting off round about zone three you're going to be into zone four after maybe like the fourth interval and then you're going to be ending up probably round about zone five by the end of this workout that's kind of all the different ways i can explain what we're doing and wave my hands at you all right so we're going to get into a four minute warm-up before we get into our main workout four minutes will be enough that first interval will then get you perfectly warm okay so in order to get into that four minute warm-up we have to set up our machines first and on an Averon, that means that we have to set up our resistance first. Now I've got mine set to 10 for the warm-up, I'll go up to 12 for the main uh, workout just in case that helps you. If you're on a concept 2 though I want you to set your drag factor to wherever you would normally set it and then leave it there uh, for warm-up and for the main workout as well. All right so the guide for both of them is basically what you're looking for is a resistance where you get a nice feel from the stroke, you feel engaged but you don't have to heave with your arms in order to get the thing moving but also you're not just kind of flapping away in the wind. Next up let's go to your foot stretcher height and what you're looking for is to get your feet in a position where you're able to come into the front with your shins in a vertical position. If you're set too high you can get bound up, not quite get there. If you're set too low you can go past, your backside escapes from underneath you, you lose power. All right? A good ballpark here is that the strap covers the uh, bottom lace on your shoe which should be around about the balls of your feet. So start there and then you can adjust as necessary because everybody's different. All right. So we're going to get into this warm-up. Let's hope that I get relatively warm because like I said it's a bit cold so the hoodie is off. Um, we're going to do this right about 20 strokes a minute and your intensity to start with is just going to be like standing up. Okay I just want you to think about connecting your feet to your hands which I will explain as we get started in five, four, three, two, one. Let's go. So this warm-up really for the first minute all I want you to do is work on timing and that means connecting your feet to your hands. So you push your feet at the same time your hands pick up the machine, bite into the machine. So when you feel the weight of the flywheel in your machine. I know I start every warm-up with every single every single warm-up I do I'd say exactly the same thing about connecting feet to hands but that's because it's so important that you push your feet at the same time your hands connect. And you can help that by having that forwards tilt towards the front of the machine, arms straight, fingers hooked over the handle, not a death grip, and then push your feet into the machine. Push. And now as we get to the end of the first minute, you can push a little harder, take the intensity up, and what you're looking for is that five out of 10 effort that amount of power that your breathing rate will start to increase, your heart rate starts to get up to close to 
well maybe not over the course of a minute, but if you were to continue rowing for 10 minutes, it'd be in like 60 to 70% max. You should still be able to speak, okay? Maybe not sing, because when you're talking, you stop for breaths. But when you're singing, you don't. Or, as I always say, it should feel as though you are climbing up a constant flight of stairs where your breathing goes up and it becomes work, weirdly, and you're like, but it's just stairs. Anyway, <laughs> that's what you were looking for for the past minute. But after this next stroke, we're gonna take one foot out the straps, put it on the ground, continue rowing. Okay, and of course you can just continue rowing for the full four minutes here. You don't have to follow with these drills, but the drills are extremely useful for getting into the right positions and thinking about your sequencing. So here, with only one leg strapped in, you can get better compression into the front with that shin into a vertical position. Let's swap feet. Continue rowing with the other one. Don't worry if it takes you a few seconds to do all these transitions. It's fine if you lose five seconds or so. But you can also, with only one leg in, it's easier to get into this forwards tilt at the front. So shin vertical, forwards tilt, and then still push out with that leg that's strapped in. One more here. Let's put both feet back in. Tighten up the straps if you wish. Try not to spend too much time doing it, old John. And then roll with your back and arms. Swing with your back, pull in your arms, out with your arms, rock forwards over your back again. Back, arms, arms, back. Back, arms, arms, back. And it's really important that you initiate this with the backswing first, not pulling with the arms. And then you let those arms trigger your recovery. So let's get into the front. Arms straight, forwards tilt. Just push out with your legs. Try and hold that forwards tilt as much as you can. There will be a little bit of a recoil as you do this, but don't push too hard with the legs and you should be okay. This is just about practicing this position at the front and that timing between legs and arms. Just push, get that bite happening at the same time. Let's take one more. And we're all done with the warm up. Now, if you wanna keep on rowing just to make sure your heart rate's up, before we start the main session, please do, but do have a quick drink, and I'm gonna quickly explain one more time what it is we're doing today. Okay then, so today's row, we're gonna do eight three-minute intervals with one and a half minutes rest in between. Now those three-minute intervals, I want you to keep the stroke rate up quite nice and high, around about 26, 28, but don't worry if, you're, if you kind of slide up and down a little bit. Follow me for stroke rate, it'll be easier that way, but just kind of try and keep that rate up anyway. And intensity is going to be that kind of 7, 8 out of 10. Uh, we're kind of really kind of taking it up there. Um, if you're using a 2k training pace, right about 2k plus 5 to 8-ish, or right about 15 seconds faster than you were rowing the second minute of that warm-up. But I'm going to talk to you more about the point of that pace and why we're doing it as we get started, because we might as well get into it now. There's no point us sitting here and cooling down going, can we get some rowing got done? So let's get that done, right? So here we go in five. Four, three, two, one, and we're off. So I'm just gonna row at what I kind of figure would be my tempo pace as we get started. 
and I'll tell you, yeah, there we go. Right, so I had a journey of discovery there. <laughs> so this, basically, the more you train, the more you row, especially when you vary these workouts, you start to just learn what your body is capable. You start to just know instinctively the paces and stroke rates that you need to row at. And so I pretty much instantly got up to 28 strokes a minute and I'm rowing at 142 pace on my Averon, which is exactly 15 seconds faster than my warm-up pace that five out of ten intensity and the reason I qualified it with on the Averon is just that different machines can give different readouts for intensity which doesn't matter as long as you're comparing like to like but I know if I was on a concept 2 the pace I'd be aiming for would be 5 seconds slower than this so know yourself and know your machine when it comes to setting your pace and intensity right so I've ranted on for almost two and a half minutes which means our first rest is coming up and it's up to you whether you completely stop or keep moving Whew. let's see two more strokes three more yeah two more now one two and that's it that was a little bit of a journey of discovery through that first interval now I'm going to keep moving for two reasons to be honest number one it stops the timer on uh, this machine from just stopping on me and if it does I'll completely lose track of the intervals because as great as the Averon is I can't program in a custom workout to it yet that's going to come but not quite yet so halfway through this rest make sure to have a quick drink in these rests I'll have to work out in the next one how to do that while carrying on moving the other thing to say though is that in the next 30 seconds anyway historically I would stop in these rest periods but I really want to do I want to investigate moving lightly in them 
because I usually poo-poo it and say that's a bad idea, but I just want to investigate what happens. Never deal in absolutes. Only a Sith deals in absolutes. Two more strokes here, and then we're back into it, okay? One more. You ready? Two. Let's go. So back up to the same stroke rate and pace that you figured you should be rowing at in the last one. And really what I want you to do is try and hold this rate and pace for all eight intervals. And like I said, there's a chance that your perceived exertion, even if it feels seven, eight, now, as we go through this workout, we'll climb to nine or 10 by the end of the workout. And really, that's to be encouraged. What you don't want is to be at nine or 10 now and have to stop. What you're looking for is an intensity which takes you out of your comfort zone. And you start to think, oh, this is hard work. I don't know how long I could keep this up for. But you know you can at least keep it up for those three minutes without needing to stop. Even if you do start to think, I don't think I could do like six minutes at this pace. Quick check. I'm still at 142, 27 strokes a minute. And so if I can hold this rate and pace all the way to the end, then this tempo concept, working at a high intensity for slightly longer durations, bearing in mind in the zero to hero plan, we haven't really been holding intensity like this for more than a minute so far. All right, a few more strokes and our next rest, one more. That's right, isn't it? Yes. Oh, the danger here is that I have to do some maths. So we start again at the nine minute point. I try and grab my juice, roll with one arm. It's a good tip. If ever you're doing longer rows and you think oh, I need a drink, 
but you don't actually want to stop to take one. And just do what I did then. Just put your hand in the middle of the handle, carry on pushing with your legs. You might drop your pace by 10 seconds or so, but for the three or four strokes it takes to have a drink, you're only gonna lose a few seconds rather than if you completely stopped to have a drink and you'd lose a lot of seconds. <laughs> okay then, 10 seconds to go before we get into the next interval. Pick up your handle if you'd stopped. Gonna take one more stroke here. You ready? Three, two, one, let's go. Into interval three. And with any luck, now that we're into the third interval, well, not only are you now perfectly warmed up, but you'll hopefully have kind of found your rhythm. You'll have ground in what it feels like to hit these higher stroke rates and higher intensity and paces. So you shouldn't need to search for the right rhythm and pace every time you start. You should pretty much get there after a couple of strokes. Because although I suggest following me on screen or the sound of my flywheel in order to get up to my stroke rate, you still need to be in charge of you making sure you have the rhythm and flow so that if you're doing it on your own without guidance, you know how to move your body. <laughs> Which makes me think about dancing and that's why I often say you should think about your flow and rhythm on the machine as though you're dancing with it smoothly in and out like a waltz almost one two three one two three not very good <laughs> waltz rhythm but broken down into threes with the drive being one and the recovery being two, three. Whew. Okay, 15 seconds until the next rest and the end of interval three. Two more strokes. One more, just as the clock ticked over to 12. So that's three intervals, two rests done. 
Where's my heart rate zone? I finished that. I'm having my my zone is having arguments with my Garmin. My zone has me at 144. Garmin has me at 130. I'm more inclined to believe my zone, to be honest. And that's not something I often say. Maybe the Garmin is a little loose on my wrist and not quite picking up all of the heart signals. We're getting closer. My zone's now, there we go. There, they're both at 118 now. If you are wearing a heart rate monitor, then don't just track your exertion heart rate. Do take a look at how quick your heart rate drops after an interval as well. So I've gone from or possibly 144 to 114 now in 10 seconds before we start the next interval. Okay, one more stroke here. And here we go then. Interval four, let's go. Now, what I'm hoping is that your situation on your machine is the same as mine. In that, as I get towards, let's say, well right now about a minute to go in each, these intervals, I'm starting to find it a little bit tougher and I do need to concentrate on pushing with the legs, making sure I've got good technique in order to keep the pace and intensity up. First two minutes right now are simple enough. They just feel hard, but the last minute does feel a notch tougher. This is a minute gone into this one. Um, but the recovery, the minute and a half that follows should be enough that you're able to recover again so that the start of the next interval goes back to that kind of easier hard, let's say. And so as we get to the two minute mark, you can possibly tell by the pauses that I'm now taking when I talk, that it's starting to get a little bit tougher to keep this at the same intensity. And that is ideal. What should happen is the rests will reset you. But as this row goes on, you'll find it gets tougher earlier and earlier 
and your only job is to keep going knowing that there's only 10 seconds until the next rest two more strokes one more there we go do you understand? so there you go they're agreeing with each other now 150 heart rate at the end of that one so assuming 144 was correct the last time in terms of exertion I'm getting that increase as I go through this workout even though the intervals remain them say, remain the same intensity and the same duration just as a result of working at this consistent intensity my body's responding and then this is how you manage to deal with this intensity okay so I'll talk about that next in fact where are we yeah we're not starting yet we've got another 30 seconds oh, I'm telling you if I can get through all of this we only do eight and I don't miss any rest periods and stuff it'll be a miracle so starting at 18 we stop at 21 on the next one I know you're seeing a countdown rather than a count up but I've got a count up in front of me so 10 seconds to go until interval five Right, let's take one light stroke here because I'm out of time slightly and let's go sorry about that I got my rhythm wrong you could tell it all went a bit quiet while I was doing maths in my head because I was trying to work out if this is the fifth interval are we halfway there is it time for me to sing Bon Jovi at you the good news is yes we are halfway there the bad news is I'm not going to sing at you. You'll just have to imagine me singing Bon Jovi at you. So, heart rate recovered to 120 that time. So, recovery was obviously impacted by the elevated exertion. And this is all a good sign believe it or not the fact that heart rate is higher it feels tougher earlier it's all good because it shows that I'm working at the right intensity in order to be well I'm going to use the word stress but it's probably not right but stressing my muscles and cardio by working hard but not just thinking it's about going to max for the first minute and then needing to back off towards the end the reason it's tempo training is that you want to hit your high tempo like music has a constant tempo 
and then you hold it consistently throughout the interval Whew. remember keep stroke rate up keep power from your legs even if you start to fatigue let your technique take over and push with the legs Ooh. three strokes then we rest last one there we go 160 heart rate finish for me so that shows that as I cross the halfway point it's now taking a increasing toll on me and if you don't train with a heart rate monitor I really do suggest getting one preferably an accurate one I do think there's something weird about the Garmin and me today where during the row it's not right but when I recover at this rate then it is about right because it had me down at 110 finished there and I know that's not right so it's one of the reasons why I wear two monitors got the MyZone here and the Garmin here it's just especially when you go for wrist-based monitors sometimes they can have issues normally the Garmin's really good I'm quite surprised with it today for being quite rubbish where am I so as quickly with 10 seconds to go I'll give you a heart rate recovery 114 again that's good and we're going in five four three two one let's go back into 20 well where am I 27 strokes a minute 142 pace try and hold this to the end and <laughs> you know I field quite a lot of comments from people who say enjoyed the row maybe could have done with less talking but for a start that's not what I do I talk the whole reason or like 80% of the reason I set up row along was to deal with an injury I had I cut my hand really badly and had to get it operated on and so I couldn't row for quite a while and the physio said that when I did row it would have to be a much reduced intensity I don't know much reduced intensity <laughs> but what I worked out was that if I spoke while rowing there was no way I could row hard and so rather than just going to the gym 
talking to myself while I rode and looking like a lunatic, I started using a friend's CrossFit gym, set up a camera and started making these YouTube videos. And then over time, I got stronger and fitter, but I was still able to talk while rowing. And it's kind of, for making these videos, stuck ever since. And I can't, well, I mean, I can go to a gym and row without talking, don't worry about me. But when I'm running the camera, making videos for you, I feel it's much more value talking to you, 10 seconds to go, than it is just playing music. Two strokes, one more. Oh, plus you have the option of muting the video and just listening to music if you want, especially for these new Averon format videos that now have the text coming on screen. Ooh. How was that? Five or six? I want to say that was six. <laughs> I could do with the Averon graph, the watts graph, showing me the culmination of all of the intervals I've done so I can just look at the graph and see six peaks. I think so. It doesn't feel like, does it feel like that long ago? Right, it's a minute rest done, so I'm going to have to just get into the next one and then try and do maths. Oh, I knew this would happen. I told you. Where were you? You should have kept me counting. It's four and a half minutes per interval if you include the rest. So I'm gonna have to do that maths in the next rest. So maybe I will have to shut up in the, ne <laughs> the next rest. 10 seconds to go until the start of the next one. Is it? No. Yes. <laughs> Three, two, one. <laughs> Let's go. I should give up now, shouldn't I? I'm either at risk of going one interval too long or stopping short and going one interval uh, well, short. See, I'm panicking now. I can see my split was up at 100, sorry, at 138 there because I'd, I'm too busy thinking, oh, right, hang on. I can do this with you, or you can do this with me. We started this one at 27 minutes in, which means four and a half, four and a half is two. That's nine minutes times three, six. Right, so that was the sixth. Anyway, there was a point to me telling you the talking during row-along 
story. Can't remember what it is now. Oh, I know, I know. Because it's not just about me flapping my gums, unable to stop talking. I also think, especially at this stage of the row, it's really important that someone starts to tap you on the shoulder as fatigue sets in and reminds you about technique, about pushing with the legs, about keeping arms straight at the front as you push, about a forwards tilt into the front to let that power come from your legs because it's easy to get tired and think it'll be easier if you don't push with your legs and you just pull with your arms but trust me that'll just make it a lot harder or a lot slower right hopefully there's only five seconds to go here <laughs> last stroke here and let's rest I still am a little bit worried that I've messed up but I do think that that was interval seven not even my what was my mice on saying one two three four five oh I think that's a seven humps on my my zone graph <laughs> sorry this is this workout is now taking a turn into the jeopardy of whether I can count or not we've long left behind any motivational aspect of me trying to be professional and telling you you've got this and you're amazing and whatever we're just clinging on here hoping that my mass is right. Should be 10 and a half plus 24. Yeah, 24 and a half. Sorry, 34 and a half should be the total time, which if we start in 20 seconds, it's gonna be. Now, of course, I might get, have to get to the end of this and then row a cheeky extra interval. I've not had to do that yet. <laughs> and all of my rollings. 10 seconds to go. Hopefully you're recovered so that we can hit the last interval, I hope. Here we go then, in three, two, one, go. Oh. I tell you what the funny thing is as well, is that the distraction of me having absolutely no idea what I'm doing here, has kind of got me through the, <laughs> the last two intervals. I'm still up at the same pace same exertion it's now run about a minute into the interval is when it kind of tips over from the kind of 
standard hard into tough and I have to concentrate yeah so I really feel now I'm needing to properly concentrate on the push from my legs and the connection through my body into the machine and I can tell because I start to look at the clock and think hang on how long is it to go where am I is it two minutes is it a minute and a half but after this stroke got a minute and a half to go so it's up to you you can continue at this pace or if you want a strong finish then push harder with your legs in order to increase your speed I'm doing that but I'm holding 27 strokes a minute and just using leg power to go five seconds faster I'm now 130 seven pace push with the legs let that connection come through your body brace stronger against the handle and pull at the back a little bit stronger three strokes two strokes last one oh now hopefully my mass was right and you didn't have to watch interval seven twice continue just moving for a few seconds don't worry about technique just very lightly move and now that 30 seconds has passed still maintain light pressure but now start to return your technique to how you would row so I'm 30 seconds slower than my warm-up pace right now rowing at 18 strokes a minute and it's just about gentle push connect the body let the blood flow let that transfer of oxygen and carbon dioxide happen to get the CO2 out and the oxygen in and let your body cool down now remember there is a stretching guided stretching option on here have a wee hunt and you'll find it along with the warm-ups you'll find the stretching to finish for a cool down uh, yeah I'm not going to do it on this one because I want to try and keep these just 
to themselves just the workout itself because otherwise you'll look at the timer and go hang on it says it's only a 34 minute workout how come it's an hour <laughs> it's because i tend to talk quite a lot on the cool down to be honest i talk quite a lot as it is i'm not stopping all right there's other people out there that do this in absolute silence and they just play banging tunes my usp is the fact that i can talk while i'm rowing at 135 pace so and if, you don't, and if that doesn't gel with you, like I said, just hit mute. <laughs> Stick on Spotify, put something else on. Right, I am all done. Well, I'm almost all done. Let's give it another five seconds and that'll be me bang on 37 minutes for today's row. One more stroke. Uh, so today was definitely, for those who are new to the Avron platform, or at least new to me rowing on the Avron platform, and like, historically, like up until now, I've been kind of quite well behaved. Um, today was probably the first time that I completely lost it in terms of not being able to uh, keep up with the <laughs> where I was on the intervals. I do need to speak to the developers and find out when they're going to allow me to actually program into like intervals and rest into the monitor um, because it's it's amazing. But that's the one thing it's lacking from a kind of if you want to do do this kind of training is being able to set up intervals on here. Um, it's all just kind of done. Anyway, sorry, I'm rambling. Uh, thank you so much for doing this workout. I really do appreciate you putting up with me, especially on a workout like this where I've spent half the time trying to have a crisis about whether I could count or not. So um, yeah, that's me. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. Do let me know uh, whether it's via email or on Facebook groups or if you're going to post the socials. Um, in fact, let's... Uh, Today's hashtag, let's have it as math lesson, without an S, just math lesson. Um, and if you're gonna post on your socials, use that, and I'll go, look, you did that one, so yeah. Um, and then next time I'll get an abacus or something, and I'll kind of make sure I can keep track of my, my intervals, find out where I, where I am in the workout. But yeah, I do hope you enjoyed that one. Let me know if you did it or if you didn't, or how you're getting on with this year to hero plan if you're doing this, or just get in touch and say hello, and, um, and yeah, give me some advice on how I can keep count of these kind of things, because I obviously need it, all right? Look after yourselves until I see you in another video. Roll well, be well. Bye-bye.